Wrexham are promoted. They have their storybook ending. Howdy all and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode about Hello Wembley, season one, episode, what is it, 16? Yeah, episode 16. And today I've got a special guest with me here in the van. It is raining, um, so you might hear some rain sounds, but you also hear sounds from this person. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I'm Nikki Tomlinson. I am Jake Green's wife. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um, my first guest on the show is my wife, and uh, she's watched the entire show. She watches the matches with me um, some of the time when she can. Um, she doesn't scream as much as I do, and she doesn't get as many clothing items, or uh, she doesn't get as frustrated. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, she's into it. She likes the uh, she likes the series, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I had to confirm that while we're in the episode. <laughs> now it's on tape. Or I guess we don't use tape anymore. Digital recording. Digital recording. <laughs> All right, for those who don't know, this podcast, uh, I'm a filmmaker based out of Atlanta, Georgia. I um, primarily make documentaries, and so I thought it would be fun to make a podcast commenting on and analyzing the series Welcome to Wrexham, as well as uh, following, following the club um, as we make our way up the EFL ladder. Um, I've become a huge Wrexham fan over the last two years, and so, yeah, thought this would be a fun way for me to talk more Wrexham and maybe meet some more Wrexham folks. Um, since I travel a lot and I don't have any Wrexham fans that I know about in my immediate vicinity in Atlanta. Um, so yeah, today's episode is about Hello Wembley, and we'll just jump right into it. Um, the whole episode starts off with, um, Chet Peterson with <laughs> Toyota Catering, <laughs> just talking about the spread, uh, Confused as to what kind of football match they're at. Um, yeah, what'd you think of opening up with Will Ferrell? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I liked it. I yeah. thought Will Ferrell was great. Yeah. It was very funny. Later in the episode, Ryan mentions that Will Ferrell generally shows up in some ridiculous outfit. Mm -hmm. um, but he was dressed properly today. He was. He yeah. Was. Mm -hmm. So that was nice. Yeah, it was funny. Um, Sir David, or he calls David Beckham Sir David Beckham, even though I don't think... Uh, Beckham's been knighted. Um, I have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> I would imagine he is not. Although he probably should be. He's done a lot. He did a lot to bring, uh, to boost football in America. Mm, mm -hmm. He made it popular and fun way before, you know, this whole thing with Messi. Mm -hmm. So like he basically, he came over here um, to play at the end of his career, like all good football players do, <laughs> come, come play their dying days in the uh, in the MLS. And part of his contract was that he got a ton of uh, merchandising rights and streaming rights. 
And then he also um, had first option to own an expansion team in the MLS. Oh. And so his contract ended up, like, in the end, being worth billions. Wow. Because of how much that he... Or hundreds of millions at the very least. It'll it'll end up being worth billions now that he signed Messi. Because um, Messi plays for him now. Wow. For Miami. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Messi, Messi, Messi. Yeah. We, uh, me and Nikki watched the World Cup in uh, Peru this year. And uh, the commentator was just, every time Messi would do something great, you would just hear, Messi, Messi, Messi. <laughs> and you can't understand anything else because they're speaking Spanish so fast. And it's just, Messi, Messi, Messi. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Um, anyway, David Beckham, legend, um, brought, brought good football to America. Um, so we love him for that. Um, this episode is really all about Wembley. Wembley is kind of a character in the episode. Uh, they make it very clear to anybody who doesn't know, and I'm sure Nikki doesn't know, how important Wembley is to football. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, it's massive, massive stadium. It's been played in for decades. And they said it in the, in the episode that some of the best games ever played have been played in Wembley. A lot of the tournaments, like the FA Trophy, FA Cup, um, end their tournament in Wembley. So it's like a big championship stadium. Is it anybody's home stadium? You're gonna make me look like an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, babe. <laughs> so, uh, that's a good question. Shall I don't I, know. Shall I Google? Uh, no, we're, okay. gonna, we're gonna cut this out. Oh, well, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. <laughs> um, but yeah, the fact that they show some beautiful shots of Wembley, including the locker room, which is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's not the Dallas Cowboys locker room, but it's pretty dang good. <laughs> um, yeah, and you get you get to see that Rob uh, gets to go with his family and watch a game in person with Caitlin and, and their sons. Because, um, yeah, he's been waking up in L.A. at four four o'clock in the morning to watch these watch all the matches. Um, on a crappy live stream. So that'll be fun for him. Um, it just, it, the whole episode centers around the game at Wembley and Wembley itself. Mm -hmm. um, well, first, before we go any further into it, what, how did you, what did you like about the episode and what did you feel about it afterwards when it ended? Oh, well... I thought it was fun to see the, I mean, I don't know. I, I like the whole thing, but I'm not really saying anything. I thought it was fun <laughs> to see the celebrities in the box and yeah. just how that box experience was, mm -hmm. would be. And then I really liked hearing the players talk about how this is so important to them and it's very mm. meaningful and very special and yeah. So, like, I loved the moment when Jordan Davies was talking about singing the Welsh national anthem yeah. in the stadium with... Yeah, I actually wrote that down. You know, that's cool. And they pronounce it Davis. Oh. Not, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, it's infuriating. So, on the series, they pronounce it Davies. No, they pronounce no. it Davis. Somebody pronounces it Davies. No, I think that's the accent, but they all pronounce Jordan it Davis. Jordan Davies. I've, announcers, do they say? No. 
I swear we've heard Jordan Davies because we've said it's weird that they say Davies. No, it's weird that they say Davis because it's D-A-V-I-E-S. Oh, it's spelled Davies. Yes. But it's pronounced Davis. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't understand why I'll do that. That's a bizarre one. Welsh. Yeah, you Welsh people. <laughs> Get a grip. <laughs> well, so when Jordan Davis said he loved that moment. I yeah, yeah. I love. He said uh, it, he loved singing the Welsh national anthem with 25,000 Welsh fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll always remember it. That was a, yeah, that was a really good moment. To be fair, this episode is not the most exciting episode. Mm-hmm. It's not, it doesn't progress the primary story. So as we've mm-hmm. talked about over the last couple of episodes, the, the primary story is always going to be the progression of the team on their way up the ladder on their like getting quest, promoted. Yeah, their quest for promotion. And so this didn't progress that story at all. It more progressed um, just the relationships between everybody and giving the audience an idea of how important football in this club is to the town and the players. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's not the most exciting uh, episode, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Let's see, yeah, go to the stunning locker room. We see a whole bunch of great shots of Wembley. We're introduced to David Beckham, Kit Harrington, Jason Sudeikis, and um, Chet Peterson makes a reappearance. <laughs> Um, going more in depth about the food, can't pay attention to the game, predicts that there's going to be 20 red cards. So he clearly <laughs> clearly has a great handle on how soccer and soccer slash football is played. Mm-hmm. Again, um, for any Welsh or English or you know non-American people listening to this, I say soccer sometimes, and mm-hmm. you're just going to have to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an American. What do you expect? Um, yeah. Then, I mean, the Welsh National Anthem was a great one, great moment. And Rob talked about, or Rob, uh, you see him sing the National Anthem in a previous episode, so you know he's singing it because he's learning Welsh, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Somebody says quickly in this episode, do you know it? And he says, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, then the game starts, and then we're playing Bromley in the FA Trophy championship game. Um we had just beat Stockport, who was the number one team in the National League. Mm. So it was number one versus number two in the mm. semifinals. Mm. And now it's Bromley, mm. who is below us in, in the standings at this point in time. So it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like the championship was against Stockport. Mm. Mm. Like I know it wasn't played in Wembley, but it kind of feels like we didn't focus on Bromley at all mm-hmm. beforehand no one was like talking about bromley in the in the episode they didn't feature yeah. bromley well and like the one lady said you know i think we're gonna wipe up the floor with bromley or right. basically like you know i think we're gonna keep it but yeah yep and so i i i'm not sure like the the actual documentary didn't seem to or seem to overlook bromley in general they didn't give any of their usual foreshadowings. They do some, I'm sure you haven't listened to a few of my recent episodes, but they're very heavy handed in their foreshadowing mm. a lot. Mm, mm-hmm. It is not subtle whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like uh, two episodes ago when Leighton got hurt, the beginning of the episode talks about how well they're doing, but they think there's gonna be another twist. 
And as long as they stay healthy, they'll be good. Mm. And the next scene is talking about Rob Layton. And it's like, <laughs> it's just like, and then he gets hurt in that episode mm-hmm. they're just they're not subtle well they did some of that in this one talking about how like they th- everybody thinks they're gonna win mm, yeah like they set it up so you think they're gonna win you right. assume you assume they're gonna win yeah yeah they they definitely do that um yeah they're not they're that that's my only major complaint with this series is uh, the fact that it is a documentary means you can go see what the results were you can see what happened um before the series even comes out and so like you can figure it out yourselves but they're still not subtle in their foreshadowing or they're trying to create a turn red herrings yeah but they gotta take you on the emotional roller coaster like that's part of it but then as soon as they say something i just assume the opposite ah yeah fair yeah at some point Mm -hmm. so um the game starts Playing Bromley, uh, the whole first half is neck and neck. Even Beckham explains to Ryan that uh, that the teams are evenly matched and it's anyone's game, basically. Uh, and you see in the corner, Kit talking to Rob and saying he idolized Beckham when he was growing up, mm-hmm. which I'm sure most British children did mm-hmm. that loved football. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. He was an animal. 0-0 at halftime. Parky's, uh, I think we see his halftime speech. We did. And it's part of it anyway. Yeah, part of it. And there's no Phil enthusiasm meter. <laughs> no. <laughs> no counter. Um, so seemed to have kept it under control for, <laughs> for, for this particular halftime speech. Uh, second half starts out the same way the first half went. Neck and neck. Everything is tight. Um, and then in the 64th minute, Bromley are able to sneak one past Christian Dibble um, to go up 1-0. And at that point, Rob reminds us and Ryan that he has never seen Wrexham win in person. (laughs) (laughs) And Ryan takes a minute to react to that and laughs and says, oh my gosh, it's you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which I just thought was... How, like his reaction was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah him laughing through it is funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's you. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, they call an offsides. Ryan says he still doesn't understand that rule, mm-hmm. which blows my mind. The, the amount of times I have to explain offsides to Americans is incredible. It's not super hard of a concept to understand. It's just really hard to see or to like. I think. I f- maybe for you, but mm-hmm. people do not understand the concept. Hmm. It is infuriating. And hmm. I explain it in the simplest of terms. It's it's such a simple concept. Mm-hmm. You dumb Americans. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Soon after that, Young takes a brutal knock to the head i think he gets landed on yeah, it by... looks like his teammate land like lands on his head oh it yeah very yeah at first i thought it was mullen but then it ended up yeah, being it Lu- looks, looks yeah like it looks mullen. like mullen didn't it mm-hmm. ended up being luke young who's the perennial player at at wrexham glad he ended up being okay mm-hmm. didn't get taken off um still stayed tight we started pressing we started pushing for um you know pushing down to their end of the field 
in the end of the pitch mm-hmm. far more often. And we also brought on Jake Hyde as a third striker. So we've got Palmer, Mullen, and Hyde in there to try to get one through before the before the game ends. Uh, yeah, pressing hard. All of a sudden, the ball gets crossed into the middle, and Jake Hyde knocks it in, and the whole mm-hmm. stadium goes nuts. The owner's box goes nuts, and the offside flag is up. <laughs> we then pan up to the box, and Robin Ryan are, and everybody. Well, they don't see it for a while. They're like no, still. No, oh, They're okay. still celebrating. Yeah, they're still celebrating. Yeah, yeah. jumping around, freaking out. Hugging. Everybody's excited. Yeah. And the commentators even say, somebody needs to go tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's how long it goes on, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. That uh, mm-hmm. it's clear so many people are just watching the owner's box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. How, how, how many people in that stadium who didn't really care about the game were just watching the owner's box <laughs> the whole bag of time, you know? Like, uh, do they hire cameramen to just... Like, does Wembley Stadium, you know, for the game, they hire people to, you know, photographers to watch, to photograph the game. But did they hire people mm-hmm. to just photograph the owner's box That's because of funny. how many people were up there? Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I would, would think they, so. Would there be some sort of contract, though, like, not allowing that? Or no. would that be? No, no. Yeah? Okay. Definitely not. No. Mm. If you're in a public place, like, Wembley Stadium's not technically, I mean, I don't know how it is in, in the UK, but... Wembley Stadium technically isn't public, but it's still a public event. Mm-hmm. And unless Wembley made like a special exception, you're allowed to be photographed mm-hmm. to yeah, as yeah. much as you much as they want. Yeah. Because you chose to be there. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But still a funny thing to think about. Uh yeah, Robin Ryan's still celebrating, and then depression. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when they blow the end whistle. Yeah. And the game ends. And the most depressing view is Annette with her head on her arms on the banister in front of her, just mm-hmm. like depressed looking out at the stadium. Yeah. So <laughs> sad. Yeah. Uh, it was a great shot. It mm-hmm. was a great shot. Mm-hmm. Like that was, yeah, that was beautiful. But uh, it's very, very sad. Um, what did you think of Phil's end of game speech? Remember it? Yeah, yeah. It was so. Um, he, I mean, he didn't f- focus on the loss at all. No. It was just like we just got to something like take this in the chin. Yeah. Take this hit in the chin or knock in the chin and just keep going and think about next game and. Yep. Like, brush it off basically. Yeah. Yeah, and like Rob says, <laughs> this game doesn't matter um, to Ryan. And Ryan said it kind of felt like it mattered, Mm -hmm. which yes and yes. I'd say they're both right because I know for a fact that so many of so many fans do not give a crap about the FA Cup, the FA Trophy, Mm. the Carabao Cup, any of this stuff. Mm. Um, They only care about the league, Mm -hmm. about the season. Mm -hmm. And so like I, I. in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. But as far as getting a trophy, um, you know, bringing home hardware for your for your club after a hard-fought tournament. Mm-hmm. Feather in the cap, as yeah, it were. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, Phil Phil's end-of-game speech was just saying he was proud, proud of him and 
let's focus on let's focus on the playoffs. Yeah, would have been fun to see Jason Sudeikis come down in the locker room and tell them to be the goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good moment <laughs> for any of you Ted Lasso fans. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a whole episode on just Ted Lasso at some point. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it, that episode's not going to end well, and I'm going to get a lot of hate for it, but that's okay. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. Um, it was interesting. I liked that Ryan asked Beckham what he would do in this mm -hmm. situation as a club owner. Mm -hmm. And he's like, do I go down there? And Beckham's like, yeah, you should probably go down there. Go down. Yeah, that was, that was nice. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, Rob and Ryan both go down there. Ryan, you know, wants to shower with the guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you hear, I think you hear it, one of his kids say, like, Dad, oh, in the funny. background, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought was great. That's it's funny. funny. He never puts his kids on camera, mm -mm. ever. Mm -mm. Blake's almost never on camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah, true. Um, only one of Rob's sons is ever on camera. Oh, interesting. And the other one um, wow. is not. Huh. I think he has two sons. I don't. Know. I think I remember that. But Caitlin's on camera mm -hmm. regularly. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to call her D. D. Yeah, D. <laughs> Reynolds. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I know a lot of a lot of people who make that choice in the film world mm -hmm. to not ever put their kids on camera. Yep. Until they're old enough to decide for themselves, which yep. I think is pretty cool. I think is probably the way to go. But uh, that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, and they just start hugging and, you know, consoling the guys. And I don't necessarily agree with how Rob is doing it. Mm. He said, uh, saying, saying like, shake, shake that, it off. Yeah, shake that off, shake that off. I, I don't know. It seemed flippant hmm. to me. Interesting. Yeah, it mm -hmm. didn't. It just seemed like... How about you live in the moment for a minute? Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. you know, they seem to be fine with it. Yeah. And, like, everybody makes their own choices. So, yeah. you know, not that big of a deal in the end. I thought it was such a sad moment when he said to the one guy, you played your heart out there today or something. Oh, like, Ryan said a, to Christian Dibble. Yeah, you played a really good game or played your heart out or something like that. And he was like, it doesn't matter if we lose. Yeah. I was so sad. So, yeah. like, heartbreaking. Well, especially... It, it, it's the goalkeeper, you right, know, so right. like, uh, it's particularly on him, mm -hmm. you know, in some, in some way, it's also on the defenders as well. And the whole team for not scoring. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Dibble, you know, Dibble gets a lot of hate. We talked about, I talked about that a couple episodes ago where Dibble just gets railed on. Um, and I talked about that story about the major league baseball player who they started doing standing ovations mm -hmm. for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just like, how about we do that instead? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sean Wint, no, Sean Harvey. Gosh, the fact that there are two Seans in this show, two Robs in this show, it's infuriating. Ah. <laughs> I get Sean Winter and Sean Harvey confused all the time, even though they're opposite people. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Harvey says he mm -hmm. hopes the players never want to feel that again. Mm -hmm. uh, which, yes. 100% use it as motivation. Mm -hmm. And Wayne Jones says, it's all right. They're headed in the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, and Ryan ends the episode with basically saying he doesn't, he can take a loss, 
but he hates the loss for the for the town and the club mm-hmm. um and he just hopes they can do better basically mm-hmm. so that's kind of how the episode ends um yeah what do you think so you asked me what i didn't like about the episode but i couldn't say it earlier because it's a spoiler it's, <laughs> it's it's sad i don't like that it ends on a like downer note it ends on a hopeful note well it ends on a we're gonna persevere note yeah i guess barely well yeah for like a glimpse of time <laughs> yeah well just ryan saying like he can take it he just hates you know they'll keep going you know? Yeah. And Wayne says they're heading in the right direction, which they are. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can do spoilers on this thing. Okay. This documentary's been out for a year. Yeah, it's If true. people don't know how it ends, then they shouldn't be listening to this <laughs> podcast. And they're late to the party. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, progresses the story the tiniest amount. Um not not a whole lot of like primary story being being advanced here, but it is a good you know, Wembley. More of like a slice of life. Yeah, which there you know I've talked about that in this podcast before. We have too many of those episodes where you get sidetracked by other things. Yeah, but that's great though because it helps fill in the picture, helps give you a more complete idea and feeling of the world and the scene and the people and the. I like that. You see, I, uh, I've railed about this the entire season, and the first person I have on my podcast um, disagrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. I like it. I like a full picture. I like all the details. I like to know the world. I just want to know what happens in the league. <laughs> <laughs> but then that makes it not as as rewarding or as heartbreaking if you don't have more, if you don't have a picture of the world if you don't have a love for the characters and i don't know no, i want the love for the characters but just show that in the episodes where you're advancing the league oh my gosh uh i mean no just have a little sidetrack 10 minute thing about going to win oh my no way it's no the way. fa trophy we don't even get to play in that anymore because it's only for national league and below yeah okay it's fine so it was it was fun i liked it i yeah. liked to, i liked it yeah yeah for 10 minutes Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, well, do you have any final thoughts about the episode? As you yawn in my face? <laughs> I did yawn. I haven't made my coffee yet. I need to make it. Um, I still have to figure out where I know the theme song from. The what theme song? Every day it's a good It's a friggin' famous song. I know. It's from my childhood. It was, there's, it's some nostalgic memory from my childhood and I can't place it. Okay, it's here's from, a question. It's from something. Here's a question. As a musical theater person, uh-huh. was there a theater that was like the holy grail of theaters? Because mm. that's Wembley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of the Broadway theaters. Not just one. Are can't that. be, can't well, be a month. Can't be many. That, that, but see, then no. They, okay, then like, no. I mean, because several of the Broadway theaters are that. And then there's like... Yeah the fox in st louis like the fox theater in st louis is is, is, is it kind wembley, of like though? a hallowed ground theater it to wembley there can only be one there's only one wembley well then no because there isn't only one theater. you heard it folks football ah! is better than theater oh my gosh <laughs> theater's more inclusive we just have more spaces 
Yeah, that's just that's not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I think that'll do it. Unless you got uh, anything else you want to say? <laughs> okay. That was, that was it. All right, y'all. Um, make sure you go follow me on Instagram and Twitter. WXM Texan, the Rexham Texan. You can just search it on Instagram or Twitter. You can contact me directly at director at peacefulcproductions.com. I'm happy to have other guests on the show. My brother will be coming on the show soon, um, which will be a great episode. We're going to try to do a joint episode where he we analyze a game and an episode. Maybe we'll do uh, episode one of season two. Oh. And whatever game is that week. Wow. That would be a good one. Big episode. Uh, yeah, that'd be an hour long episode because mm -hmm. Matthew has so much to say about football. Yes, he does. <laughs> he is a uh, football fiend. So mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Um, thank you all so much for listening today. I am the Wrexham Texan up the town. You're gonna see it And if you knock my soul Oh, with all your strength You're gonna find it You're gonna find it